This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I think... Oh, God. <laughs> Just as abrupt as when I remembered it from last week's episode. Yeah, it is. I think. It is jarring a little bit, but that was a hell of a riff. <laughs> I loved that guitar. Damn. Uh, that was the I Think theme song. Mm-hmm. Um, homage to when Ben joined us last week, seemingly by accident. Yes. Um, long-time listener, second-time theme songstress. Whoa. Uh, the first time was the Across the Sea Weezer cover. Oh, I remember that one. That's a good one. Uh, so they've got another prog rock album out, and you can find it at springsilver.bandcamp.com. Dope. And that's uh, Kieran. Kiaran. Kiaran? Kieran. Kai. K. I. Aran. Huh? Kiarion. Kieran. What? Kieran? Yeah. Well, it's spelled Sarah. S A R A. Huh? But I feel like it's pronounced Kieran. Kira S A R A. Yeah. How do you spell it? How would you pronounce that? Are you S A R A? Yeah. Sarah? What? Yeah, is that how you say? (laughs) Sorry. Why did you you pronounce it Karen? (laughs) Kiaran. I thought it was a silent S. (laughs) A silent S makes the sound of a K. Okay. (laughs) No, it's it's K I E. R A N. Okay. Nice. So there you have it. Thank you, Kieran. Sarah. Um, all right. We're going to do some rapid fire questions and answers today. Since we didn't get to many questions last week, I said let's cram in as many as possible That's this smart. week. Yeah. You posted on Instagram. Uh, question. Yeah. One question uh, from Rachel Moore just says, You look awful. What do you think about that? Yeah. What makes you. Not really a question, but a I for sure look poor that deserves a response yeah yeah and they were talking about you in the second foot fo- they were talking about you in the second photo by the way the one where you yeah. just had a nice <laughs> haircut when I was... and everything looked fine yeah that's when i was happier and healthier and they said i looked poor mm. um i should say i look poorly not poor but yeah i don't look happy and healthy in the first photo it's sort of a photo i took to show how um like crazy this year has been Mm -hmm. so i chose like a very drab filter made my hair look really stringy and bags under my eyes my grays are just popping out so yeah this is a 
it accurately portrays how insane this year has been, but I, I tried to ham it up as much as possible. Right. Are, do you feel like your hair is going, it's no longer just gray on the on the sides? Is it gray on the top? It's like a lot of gray on the sides. That's where the majority is. And then like a few uh, random silver uh, hairs on top as well. But the majority of it is still on the sides, but it's spreading. So if you could, if between three different hair colors, one, just all still the dark, dark brown hair that you had, uh, two, current mm-hmm. hair, or three, full silver fox, like just a straight up gray dome, what would you want to do? The Anderson Cooper. Yeah. I I appreciate the transition I'm going through. So it's very like, you know, slowly and steadily, well, you have some grays. Oh, yeah, you have some pretty solid amount. Okay, now you're, I'm about like at a third gray. I feel like if I went straight to silver completely, it would be like jarring, like I bleached my hair or something. Yeah, but I kind of, I'm looking forward to you having that. That sounds like, that's going to be fun. It'll be cool to see. Yeah, I'm ready for it. My dad definitely has it and has had it for a while now, so I'm ready for it as well. And he had dark hair like you when he was a boy? He had black hair, so his turned gray Mm -hmm. just from like black to white. Mine is doing a more brown to reddish to gray to silver. (laughs) Interesting. Um, But the next photo of me was from January, so I have like a a nice haircut and I look uh, happy and warm. But everyone's like, oh, you got a haircut. Congratulations. When did you get it? How'd you get it cut? And I have to like respond to my friends being like, no, I didn't. I actually still look like a trash <laughs> yeah. photo from the first This month. isn't a before and this after. Was six months it's, ago. It's a president <laughs> yeah. past, unfortunately. This isn't a, <laughs> yeah. it's not an upgrade. The, the photo you saw right. first, the one that was horrifying, <laughs> is the one that I am. It's current. So don't say congratulations. Right. Don't say you look good. Because I actually look, I look bad. I look like the one... That you think is an improvement. That you said from. that was bad. Yeah, right. Uh, hopefully, I'm just one haircut away from seeming like that second person. But I don't know. I'm I'm scared to find out to get that haircut and see what what happens next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. And beard trim. That's right. But enough about me. Um, we got a lot of questions. We did. Shall we? Did any of them? Did any of them strike your fancy? Um, Well, here's a nice one that I like from Luke Underhill. What fashion trend would you like to be able to pull off? Hmm. 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 Fashion trend that you would be able to pull off. I feel like even now there are trends that like, that come and I think about like, wow, I wonder if I would need to do that. and then they yeah. like go away. Eye patch. Well, eye patch. Eye patch. Uh, I don't know if that's like a. Tr- I sure. I mean, that would not be a convenient one because you would as an accessory. Yeah, depth perception would be like an issue. But yeah, um, it's more COVID friendly because it can get in through your eyes. So if you cover one of them, it's a little uh, that much better. That's good. Okay. Uh, eye patch aside, do you remember? Do you remember yeah. the um, the trend of like? really skinny jeans and a really long shirt like a shirt that looks kind of like a nightgown uh and then you have like little sticky jeans yeah well shirts themselves are getting baggier pants were getting tighter but now so, i feel like well yeah, now it it's was, everything it overlap now everything's getting baggier like pants are oh, really? pants are big and balloony again which i'm kind of into oh, no because i like they're very comfortable like i i don't mind not wearing skinny pants that seems like I'll hop on board that one, you know? Wow. Also big, like, chunky sneakers. Like, really, really comfortable shoes are sort of in in trend right now, which I like also. 
Yeah. Another nerdy thing that kind of came back was like high socks with shorts. Oh, yeah. Like that was pretty nerdy in the 90s and 2000s. And now it's like generally well accepted. I'm wearing it right now. I also love high socks because it's just so comfortable. I feel like no show socks just constantly are like slipping down to your heels and just like always fidgeting with them. And now I just like wear above like ankle cut socks and it's so nice. Even if it's like hot and humid and stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if it's hot and humid, it's not that much different. Like, you have a little a little on your ankle, but you're still wearing, you know, sneakers and socks. Like, I don't yeah. think that, like, no-show socks kept me very much cooler. Yeah, but, yeah, you feel comfortable doing that one. Is there one that you don't feel comfortable? Is it the baggy pants one yet? Is it the baggy shirt one yet? Mm. Yeah, I don't think I could wear baggy everything. Sometimes... Um, I mean, I don't think I ever wear anything that's like that trendy. It's sort of just like on the margins of trendy. There's also nowhere to go. Like, where are you dressing up fashionably interesting to? Just like a supermarket? Yeah. I guess like fashion-wise, I'm more into like kind of like tech, like performance type wear these days that it's like very, very comfortable. Because if I'm doing anything, I'm like uh, riding my bike outside. But like, I'm not dressing up to like, uh, you know, I'm not buying a new watch to go to a restaurant with or something. That's right. not happening. Do you see my shirt now? Why jot? <laughs> what is that? It's from a uh, headgum sketch three years ago. Jeffrey ordered the shirt and sent it to me as kind of like a gag gift. Oh, that's, <laughs> and now you, wait, did he do it recently or he sent it to you years ago? Yes. He did it recently. No, he, the video is years ago. He sent it to me last week. Why? <laughs> it's, he's pitching in the sketch, like literally from 2017, I think. He's pitching me t-shirt ideas, and one of them is Why Jot? And then I'm like, why is that a shirt? And he goes, I don't know, Why Jot? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just gave it to you? That's right. Cool. Respect. Um, all right. Next question. Sure. Any advice for a first-time home buyer? Wow. What a time to buy. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk. You're ready in the middle of a pandemic to make a large-scale investment in your future. Potentially, this is a good time for it. I think this is a good time to buy. The thing that's, I don't know, you can get the lowest like mortgage rates. I think they're below 3% which is like when you for the first time since like the 70s when you're borrowing money to that's the interest yeah that you pay back on to buy a house you want like to pay as little interest as possible but i also yeah, know it's, it's usually in like the three four five range as of recently and now it's below three you said for the first time right but also buying a house right now i think is harder because of said pandemic because everyone's losing their jobs uh so banks are uh, they're a little more risk averse right now, whereas like before you could maybe put 10% down or whatever. Like now um, it, d- it depends what kind of loan you're qualified, what your income is, how much you can put down, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you feel like your job is secure and you can buy a house right now, that's a solid move, I think, because you can lock in a super low interest rate. Um, okay. So what's the first step? What do you have to do? First step, you have to get pre-qualified. Getting pre-qualified is very easy. You send somebody your like uh, your income, your W-2s, what your job is, a whole bunch of information. They basically write a letter that says, uh, Jake is uh, like conditionally approved 
for this loan. And then you can give that to a real estate agent and that'll like let you go in and start seeing houses. Right. So first step is you have to get that pre-qualification letter authorization that'll even allows you to make an offer. Before that, it's like, don't even make an offer if you can't get somebody at a bank to prove that they might be interested in loaning you the amount of the house. That is the weird thing, because I remember that when I bought my first house, like, I thought, I kind of thought that the pre-qualification letter was like the same thing as the loan. Uh, and I'm like, wow, that was easy. And I like made the offer. I got it. And then they're like, all right, now you have to go get the loan. It's like, well, so and I just showed them the letter like, oh, no, the letter means nothing. Find every <laughs> single piece of paper that anyone gave you relating to money for the last five years. And then you have to just like beg, borrow and steal to prove to the bank that you're worth a damn, that you'll that you'll make good on the loan. Uh, and then they'll give you the money. Yeah. And then you slowly pay that back over the next 30 years. Yeah. Good luck. Indeed. But that's my uh, he said, advice for the first time home buyer is just like dive in because you will learn so much as you go. Uh, so yeah. don't let don't let us scare you away. Uh, a lot of questions that are just like, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. All right. Everyone's okay. We're not Everyone's, good and we're not yeah. awful. We're just okay. So yeah, I'm okay. I resent the accusation. Joey Redican. <laughs> I guess he's just being nice. Sorry. I don't know why I snapped at him. That's, I mean, well, I mean, you're getting, you're kind of getting trolled. You're getting dragged. It makes sense that you would lash out like that. Here's one Uh, for Matt Lefevre. Are you okay? You look sickly. So that one's sort of like, uh, are you okay because you look bad? Right. So I think what's unfortunate is that you clearly baited everyone to insult you in a way almost like you wanted it. You posted a really ugly photo of yourself, but then you can't handle the criticism. You don't want. Oh, here's an interesting one. Garden Noam says, what's your favorite Israeli snack? (laughs) I like this. I like to think of myself as a little Israeli snack. Um, but, <laughs> but honestly... everyone thinks that you look sick and unwell, and they think you're ugly. And they so think I'll you're bad. say beastly. So you're not very snackable. Hmm? I like a bomba. A bomba. It's like that peanut butter Cheeto puff situation. I don't know if you had that in Israel. Uh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, uh, I also remember that. I remember that hummus place that we went to that was so good that you just like fucking dipped an onion. Like they just like. <laughs> so thick i feel like i never had you eat it not even with a pita just with a fucking loose onion yeah like i never had hummus before that i didn't just like have with like a pretzel like i thought i liked hummus but i was just eating like sabra hummus hummus with pretzel and then we went Mm -hmm. to that place in israel that uh god it was just like you could just eat it you would want to eat it with a spoon it was so good yeah like a soup and i got a coca-cola my god coca-cola's good (laughs) You get yourself a Mexican Coke later today. You've earned it. I think I did. Um, are you, Junt, Junt says, are you still interested in acting in movies or on TV? Both of you are so talented. So I wanted to say thank wow. you, first of all. Wow. Um, and what do you think about acting? Does that appeal to you? No, not so much, especially now. Um Even before this whole pandemic, I didn't necessarily want to spend all day on set you know, reading some lines, getting ready, memorizing, and then acting for minutes a day on a 12-hour shoot location. Right. Uh, but now the fact that uh, it's dangerous to be around anyone, a film set feels extra pre- precarious. And unless you, like, truly love it and that's your passion, 
I'm turned off by it even more so. Fair, fair enough. Uh, what if there was no pandemic? Would you want to be an actor? Oh, absolutely. I want to <laughs> sing. I want to dance. I deserve you wanna be to a star. be on the stage. I want to be on the silver screen. Which way to Hollywood, boy? Over there. You take the bus down to Hollywood and Vine. That's me in the corner. Wow. Look at all the grays you have. Oh, I'll die a <laughs> mister if it means you'll give me a shot in your picture. <laughs> We'd have to do something about the sags under your eyes as well. <laughs> well, that's why they make makeup now. Calm down, because you're starting to make me feel a little sad. <laughs> How can I act if I'm really upset about the way I look? Your teeth are gray. <laughs> That's quite enough. I'll be an editor then. Put me in a dark room. Give me the footage. I can cut together all the people that look better than me. Better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Tossing you in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired for masturbating to the dailies well then i didn't think you were looking i oh thought i could get away with that uh, <laughs> <laughs> abandon the song <laughs> i'm sad today about that i've been kicked and ostracized from the film community can i be an accountant or a line producer no, the stigma, it follows you from every job you'll ever have. You're a social pariah now. You're on deadline now. You have to delete your accounts. My social media accounts? No, your bank. No, your bank and your house is foreclosed. Get out the way and go to prison. Go to jail. You're done over here. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> good lord. So that's sort of like a Les Mis sequel of sorts, where a guy gets wrongfully accused. <laughs> I was hardly squeezing myself. You said you masturbated to the dailies. Your excuse to masturbating to the dailies was, I thought I could get away with that. So not wrongfully accused. If you get accused and your defense is, oh, I thought I could get away with that. <laughs> what an insane defense. How do you plead? Um, I plead that I thought I could have gotten away with it. So not quite guilty, but not quite innocent either. <laughs> You're a social pariah now. <laughs> um, let's see here. Oh, Jake, how's The Witcher on Switch? Are you playing The Witcher? Um, yeah, I am playing The Witcher. Uh, I I haven't gotten I haven't gotten too far. I think I'm like in the first little town, but I did my combat training, uh, and it's really fun. I mean, That's nice. the animation on it is incredible. I just like I basically played just to get to a cutscene so I can watch it because it's it's so fun. Is that the game you've played the most recently? Mm. No, well, because we're, um, we're like working on, uh, we're developing a video game for NADPOD. Mm. So I've been playing like uh, 2D RPG games uh, to, to try to like get my head in that space so I can be helpful in the conversations because uh, I don't know shit about video games. What's a 2D RPG game? What's an example of that? Um, South Park, Stick of Truth is is one that i've been playing huh i wonder if the zelda game i played for super nintendo would count as that um 
I don't think that one's 2D. Like, 2D basically looks like South Park animation. Oh, it's like paper. Yeah. What about Paper Mario? Isn't that a thing? Yes, that would be one. I think. I haven't played that one. But I think that's one of them. At least the animation uh, style it is. Uh, I have a four-bedroom apartment in NYC, writes Andy Ricks, all to myself. How wow. do I not go crazy? Four-bedroom apartment? I don't think I've ever ever like seen such a thing here. That's so many bedrooms. Yeah. Although... Those can oh, also be, like, really small. Like, didn't your sister right. live in, like, where it was, like, four bedrooms and that was it? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. And also, technically, the the Rosies lived in a four-bedroom, but, like, they didn't have walls that went all the way to the ceiling, and some person lived in a loft that was only three feet high, and Dave was uh, <laughs> Dave's room had a sliding closet door and no windows. So, yeah, like, they'll call anything usually, a four-bedroom. Right, it's converted from a one-bedroom. Right. Um, you said, how do, how do I not go crazy? Yeah. I mean, that seems incredible. I think you'd go crazier having three roommates in a four-bedroom. Yeah. If you're by yourself, you want your place to be larger. I, th- I think you would go crazier in like a studio. I'm sure there's lots of people who are just like sheltering in place in a studio right now. Yeah. I mean, everything, I think no matter where you are, if you spend enough time there, you start to go a little insane. Uh, It's all different degrees because some people started out in a place that drove them insane. And some people have a nice place that's starting to drive them insane. I think it helps if you can to just like, um, I don't know, find a new place to be. Even like um, I've set up a desk in our in like our office or so <laughs> it's an office now it was our it was like a den but now it's my office and that's and it kind of helps it made you it made it gave me something to do and it felt like it changed the space a little bit also taking walks going on bike rides leaving and coming back helps but just be safe wear a mask yada yada you know the deal yeah i wonder if people are switching houses like that's a good way to fucking get get a new scenery is like I will move to your apartment, you move to mine. It's neither better nor worse, but hey, we're at least we're in a different place, and that's got to help my emotion. That's true. It's stressful, though, sometimes to not be around your stuff. Like, if I lived in your house for a couple weeks, it'd be nice, because it'd be different, but, like, I'd have all your shit, like, in all the drawers. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. Being home is nice. Just give me three months. Give me three months in your place, and then we could switch back. Okay. If you had to come to New York City right now, would you prefer to drive or fly? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Flying seems dangerous, but it's over quickly. Driving mm-hmm. is like a low-grade danger for a week straight. And then where would you stay? Yeah, you'd have to stay in hotels. I think I would fly. I would just like put on three masks and like goggles and a face shield and (laughs) gloves and just close my eyes for six hours on an airplane and hope to god i didn't get anything my god getting on an airplane seems insane speaking of g bitquinlan uh j bitquinlan says what country will you go to and infect first once the u.s tricks the world into opening their borders which we can sort of uh deduce is where do we want to travel to uh if this is all over, when this is all over. Since New Zealand beat 
the the virus i've been you know fantasizing about going there and just like eating in a restaurant going to a sports bar traveling around so my eyes are back on new zealanders you know back in the southern hemisphere that's kind of a fun idea what if we just moved to new zealand mm. mm-hmm. is that i wonder dumb? if they're still i wonder if they're, they're still not letting zero anyone, cases right? uh i think they're like slowly starting to open their borders but by the time they reach like like we will be the last you the, I, we were we are the last country anybody should allow in just like definitely a bunch of tourists from florida hey we wanted to see the lord of the ring <laughs> tour I take us to hobbit town <laughs> sorry i came from a hot spot orlando we were in disney world and we had the bright idea of flying to new zealand uh yeah when 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 will they ever let americans go anywhere things are only getting worse here yeah i guess that's true uh i probably won't travel until like or i won't like leave the country until we're really really allowed to and encouraged to when it's like hey we beat it we did it because like it wouldn't be that fun to go to any country while this is happening anyway it seems Um, like it's a post a post-vaccine fantasy yeah and then I'll go back to Iceland. I haven't been there in a minute. Yeah, it's been years now. You haven't taken your bi-yearly trip to Iceland yet. I do love Reykjavik. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Come back, answer some more questions after these messages. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's that's a non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it should to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. 
Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. All right. And we are back. Uh, no unsolicited advice this week. Just questions and you gotta answers. Gotta cram them in. That's right. Yeah. Um, let's see here. You look like shit, of course. Mm. Uh, you look sickly. Again, these are not really questions. Um, They're concerns. They're yeah, concerns. valid. Tips for living with a Trump supporter, says Dr. Okiar Drosior. D-R-O-C-Y-U-R. Three. Damn. Move. Move. Living with a Trump supporter. Although it's pretty nice to live with him now because Trump is slowly like falling apart and melting down and being like objectively bad. So like it'd be fun to like be able to troll a Trump supporter now as you know the case numbers keep rising and you'd be like, do you think he did good here? Do you, he looks really sweaty here. Are you, is he still like That's good true. to you about that? <laughs> Look how slow he went down the stairs. <laughs> We were just laughing. I was laughing with my friends and family about how he bragged about going down the stairs, but it's obviously really slow. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Do you still think that you're a supporter of him? So I would sort of needle him and stuff like that. Right. I guess that's good. Needling needling sounds good if you can't move. Yeah. And then if he wins the election, you get the fuck out of there. If Trump wins again, it's you hightail it out of there. Are you, do you ever fantasize about the election and joe biden actually beating donald trump or you're not Um, allowing yourself to get excited i have not got i have not really fantasized about that i sometimes more just like have like a little pang of anxiety like jesus that he he really trump can't win again that makes me nervous to think about it feels like consistently in the last year or two every time i think that things are bad they like get worse in a new and surprising way that i wouldn't have expected uh, yeah so like so it makes sense that he would win in yeah. that regard or that if he like i'm not going to get excited about an election in november because i feel like nine new horrifying terrible things will happen to that like between now and then uh right. and like it will uh, detract 
from whatever whatever I'm feeling about the election, and also maybe it'll like alt like I don't know what if that kraken that we mentioned just like comes out of like the the Gulf of Mexico and starts attacking uh, New Orleans, you know, like then they don't have the election because there's a monster that's attacking Earth, like that can happen. Right. Or if they're like, oh yeah, mail fraud is bad, so we can't even have an election. Let's do it next year and get back that to us then or something like that. That one's almost as likely as my Kraken. <laughs> um, how many pancakes, writes Sir Trash, <laughs> is the goat amount? That's a great question, and I know the answer. And I'm curious to see if you do as well. I would say three stacked on top of each other is the goat amount of pancakes. Yeah, well, you were fucking close because it's actually two and you don't need three because the goat amount of pancakes is two because it's associated. It's part of your lumberjack breakfast that comes with eggs, that comes with bacon. It comes with coffee and it comes with OJ. You're really going to have three pancakes with that? It's a little too much. It's a little little was, too many. Yeah, I was thinking more of like a standalone blueberry pancake breakfast. That's not worth it. You don't have pancakes if you don't have bacon, and you don't have bacon if you can't have eggs. You need savory, you need sweet, you need coffee, and you need the OJ. And you need two yeah. pancakes. And you want to put the butter in between the pancakes to melt it really nice. Okay? It is kind of weird to just get pancakes. It's like eating four muffins for breakfast. It's like switch yeah, it up a little. Get a variety. Pancakes, you don't need pan- that. There's something you want to split. There's something you want to add on. Like, should we get pancakes too? I like can't dessert. imagine just being like... Yeah, I'm gonna have a. I'm just having pancakes for for my breakfast. That's, it's too much. Yeah, but what about French toast? You can you have what French toast French just to- by itself? What about French toast? Like, what about? Do you it? prefer that to pancakes? Can you have that standalone, or does it replace? Yeah. Does it replace pancakes, or does it replace toast? It replaces waffles. <laughs> You're yelling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't. I'm not a huge fan of French toast. I think all of these things are like. It's, they're just like a little sweet bonus breakfast that you'd have with bacon and eggs. That's that's what I want every day. And then I want like some bites of a waffle, some bites of a pancake. I want someone to split with. Yeah, and I don't care about French table. toast. That's you'd go pancakes then waffles then French toast. French toast dead last, but I prefer freedom toast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where would you put freedom toast? Above all. <laughs> <laughs> Above French fries, or as I call them, freedom fries. I would put, I would go waffle, then French toast, then pancakes, in order of best to worst. I do think waffle is the goat. Waffle's top. Waffle, pancakes, French toast. Give Final me a answer. crispy bread. Oh, here's a good question for you. Mm. Henry Rick asks, who are the two hottest people in the world and what would it be like if they were married? Damn. That's tough. I feel like hottest. Can we do any timeline? Like, can I get 27 year old Brad Pitt? Can I get that? Oh, sure. I mean, it's all just a hypothetical. Say, like, two people. You don't have to worry about, like, time traveling or anything like that. Well, that's the fucking issue. Because if I say Brad Pitt and I, I get... I mean, he's still beefy, he's still hot, but he's not the hottest guy in the world right now. I feel like that title goes to Harry Styles. Okay? <laughs> okay, why are you fucking upset? This is supposed to be, like, a lighthearted I'm not question. upset. I'm having fun. I just want to answer the question well. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, do fucking any timeline. So what? Cleopatra and Brad Pitt, like that's solid. How how very, <laughs> it's not solid. You don't know what these people look like. All right, give me a current one. Harry Styles and um and um Margot Robbie. I'm surprised you went Harry Styles cuz he's not very jacked. He's more of like a lean pretty boy. Yeah, that's true. But I don't really know like oh, I guess maybe uh Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Hemsworth is pretty solid. That's a good-looking guy. Yeah. And then for a lady you're going Margot Robbie. I think so. Yeah. That's cool. And what if they were married? <laughs> How insane. That'd be crazy. That Wait, be? who did you say, but who are you, who do you think is the hottest the hottest? I couple? was going to say Brad Pitt from age 27 and mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan from a wet dream I had when I was 12. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How Christ. hot is that couple? Imagine them married. Nice. Nice dude. You butchered the question what you were the one who was like talking about multiple timelines and shit like that well, you're the one that you're the one that brought it to a wet dream <laughs> well there was no one hotter than lohan that night a <laughs> tiffany amber theason type oh wow i had a wet dream about tiffany amber theason when i was a, when i was a kid yeah that was a weird moment did you think you peed the bed um i think i knew what it was because we learned about it in school you learned about it that day and your brain said <laughs> i had to have it did you wait did you think you peed the bed yeah did you then tell your parents like, oh there's no pee no i did not tell my parents i of course i didn't tell my parents that i pee peed my bed i'm 21 <laughs> <laughs> i found out it was a night emission and i called my uncle <laughs> uh nate file asks vodka sauce or regular marinara vodka all day i love vodka sauce that's like that was what i got for my birthday dinner last year i went to little italy and i got one of those huge huge big ass bowls of vodka sauce pasta and it was very very good you went to literally literally oh my god can you imagine it was so crowded it was so crowded everywhere and we had to wait for a table <laughs> Just you staring into a snow globe. What do you? Th- you don't really. You're not a sauce guy. I don't love the sauce. I prefer a bolognese to either of these. But I guess mm-hmm. you can add meat to either. So I'll go regular marinara. The vodka. It's a little too creamy for my tastes. I don't love yeah. the cheese. I don't love the cream. I love the cream. Is there actual vodka in vodka sauce? I think. I think so. But it's like burned away. It's not like alcoholic. Yeah, like you don't have to. You don't have to show an ID to buy vodka sauce at Trader Joe's, right? Right. Um, what's the biggest meal you've ever eaten, Michael or otherwise? That's from uh, Mayo Todd. Um, I guess we could biggest- amend that to to the biggest meal you've ever eaten because it's clearly just a, a stretch for a Keaton pun, right? Yeah. So the biggest meal I've ever eaten was Michael Keaton in multiplicity. It was yeah. keto. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, did he mean keto or Keaton, like Michael Keaton? I think they, I mean, they wrote Keaton, uh, it, it, K-E-A-T-O-N. I okay, think it's so Eaton. yeah, that's Michael Keaton. 
So yeah, before I saw Multiplicity, I ate two cheeseburgers. That was the biggest meal I've ever Michael Keatoned. Really? Two cheeseburgers? Yeah, because I also had a side of sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. <laughs> What's the biggest meal you've ever had? Um, I, when I was in, I feel like when I was in high school, I used to sometimes in the middle of the day go home and have a bacon and cheese omelet and potato chips and a box of annie's macaroni and cheese wow which that's is a lot of cheese a lot of food oh i also remember one time i got mcdonald's and i got a crispy chicken sandwich french fries and i made a bowl of annie's mac and cheese so it's something like that it's like a full meal that's already unhealthy and then like I can just eat Annie's macaroni and cheese nonstop. Like it will, I'll never get full of it. It's, it's like, it doesn't count as a meal to me in my head. My body doesn't think of it as food or something. (laughs) It's cotton candy. Like no matter what I've eaten, I can eat an entire box of Annie's macaroni and cheese always, no matter what. And regardless of what you've eaten, you can also eat Annie's macaroni and cheese. One time I ate ate Annie's mac and cheese out of Michael Keaton's ass. (laughs) Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, I do eat Annie's macaroni and cheese still. I do. And I and I think it's good. You haven't you haven't tired of it. No, and I never will. I'm especially cuz now I eat it less cuz I try to stay trim and I try to stay yoked, I try to stay jacked and shredded so I don't eat it as much, but it's sort of like a little um cheat day. I probably have it once every every like couple months. That's good. Yeah. And when I when I do have it, I go ham. I go all in. Like you add ham to it? Yeah, I'd add, I'll add ham. And like if Jill's having some too, and I'm like, oh, okay, so we'll add a second box. She's like, no, I don't need a whole box. I'm like, I right, well, no, like I need a whole box. So like, <laughs> that's... Yeah, you grabbing I'll, her wrist. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, then I don't want any at all. So then I'll just make a box. And then Jill wants a bite. And then I'm like, I never, ever could never say no to her. But when she eats a single bite of my Annie's macaroni and cheese, I like... I'm full of like this jealous rage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, Bart Carey asks, <laughs> what has Glocal been up to during quarantine? We actually haven't heard from John Wolf during the quarantine, unless you Which have. Makes, that makes me a little, that makes me concerned that we, that we didn't hear from him. I think he, <laughs> he was a super spreader. Really? Which you actually can't get a like they could never prove that he did it on purpose. Yeah, and even if they can, it's not illegal for him to like get sick and then sort of be out and about. Like it's not nice and he should have worn a mask, but he wore right. like this It's morally reprehensible. Right. He wore like a porous mask to a bar and then he sort of spent the next day out and about coughing hither and thither, sort of into his <laughs> into his fist but like he made like a a circle through his fist so like it would still like the aerosols would travel through his hand that's something glocal would do too like after he's after he's better he knows he doesn't have it he will walk around maskless coughing really loud just to sort of ruin people's day yeah that's cool i mean not cool but not illegal Mm. i should say right uh all right a few more let's let's make Let's make him count, though. Can fake glasses ever be cool? Asks Brian J. Long. That's actually an interesting question. Hold on. Let me put these on and think about it. 
Whoa. Those look cool. I think fake glasses can be cool on you because you had glasses. They were a part of your identity. And then you got LASIK, but you feel you feel comfortable with them on. The problem is the word fake glasses. They're not fake glasses. They need a rebrand. These are real glasses. Mm-hmm. They're just non-prescription lenses because they're still right. lenses too. You don't, yeah. So like, I don't need glasses. I just like wearing glasses. I think they can be cool. I mean, blue light glasses uh, definitely work also. You know, you just, oh, yeah. there, there's a reason. Now there are reasons for wearing glasses that you don't necessarily need for like a prescription. So I think, yeah, I think they can be cool. Uh, I think protecting your eyes is cool. That's cool. And you can start with like clear frames. So it's kind of like more subtle and then build your way up to like the full Clark Kent glasses. Mm, That's right. Which NBA player writes big spenda would make the best president? It's got to be LeBron. That is sort of the probably most the answer most given LeBron for president. He's very well spoken. He's very charismatic. He's cool. He's the best. So you would think that he's also the most popular. He can get the most he cares, votes. Yeah. He cares about the te- like the whole team. He's never doing anything just for LeBron. You know, he like he he makes a lot of assists. Yeah, doesn't he lead the NBA in assists? Yeah, this year he's just like fucked around and led the NBA in assists because he just wanted to, and he's that smart. High basketball IQ too. So it probably translates to politics. Definitely. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's great. I don't think there's anybody better than LeBron. But let's hear an unpopular answer from you since you know everybody in the NBA. Well, there's Malcolm Brogdon, who his nickname is the president. So uh-huh. right off the bat, makes me think of him. Chris Paul is the president of the Players Association. He's also a very uh, well-spoken, charismatic leader. So Chris Paul could be a good answer. And then for my... Uh, Dark Horse Candidate, I'm going with Myers Leonard. Wow. Who is last seen shotgunning a Coors Light in the bubble. And that's my president. Respect. Um, And Joshi Catch says, not really a question, but I've been really into blankets of late. You know, shawls of that nature. Which prompted me to think of the question, uh, have you ever, or will you ever, or could you ever, or would you dare to wear a robe? (laughs) So this is unrelated. Just would I wear a robe? Well, blankets, shawls, comfort, um, that, that type of, that type of thing. What do you think? I never gotten, I never gotten into robes for whatever reason. Like when hotels provide robes, I'm rarely just in them. I know you like to don a robe. Every single time a hotel has a robe, I will take a shower and put on the robe. But I don't have a robe at home. And it seems like during quarantine, I especially would have gotten into a robe thing. Yeah, why don't you get a home robe or a hobe for short? I should get a hobe. Um, Perhaps I will. It seems like you would be into a hobe too, because you, you like, I feel like you spent most of the quarantine in pajama pants. You like pajamas. Yeah, I like pajamas and I like baths. And usually those two overlap and you wear a robe. But I guess I'm wondering when you wear a robe. After a bath, I put on pajamas. Are you saying I should put on a robe, completely dry off, then put on pajamas after? Yeah. And sometimes you could put on like pajama pants or boxer shorts with the robe. Because a robe is a comfortable thing to kind of like lounge in. 
Yeah, it's hard like, to think about a robe, a robe in the summer. Like I'm, a, I'm hot right now, so I'm like thinking about a robe doesn't bring me, it doesn't spark joy for me. But I know that uh, in the winter, I, I like thinking about robes, so I'm not writing it yeah. off entirely. Right, or you can wear like a silk robe, but you never see like a short robe, like a short sleeved robe. Yeah, and I wish you would. I want I want robes to be disrupted, and I want like a slim, sleek looking robe. I feel like I always see like restoration hardware style robes that are just like big chunky i want i want something like i want like uh I, I want the mac weldon robe you know oh i see so like a that's what you said about masks too you want a dry fit nike robe <laughs> yeah i kind of do and by the way i got a i got an adidas mask and it's not good so oh, really? there's no fucking solution yeah that's a shame would you say you want to put the robe back into antimicrobial? Uh, let's let's call the episode. Let's, uh, I thought that was pretty fucking clever to have the word <laughs> robe into the because you said you wanted the Mac Weldon of robes, so it's like moisture wicking shit. The antimicrobial robe, and yeah, you said to just, end the show there. All right, fine, yeah. end the show there. Who won the fucking golden mic? Just I got the golden mic. I got <laughs> yeah, the golden mic for thinking of hope. <laughs> Because I, cause I did Hobe. What? Hobe? <laughs> and, First of all, I think that was me. Second of all, Hobe is so much worse than anti-Mike Robe. I know, it's that's, not great. And that's why it's, I got the golden mic, because you did say it. That's right. But then I embraced it, and I, and I made it what it is, which is iconic. It's Hobe. It's a home robe. <laughs> and then you... You don't have to of... fucking explain it to me. I know what it is, because I said it. I came up with it. I said well, that's that what Hobe gives me the golden robe. mic. Is that when you fumble a ball on the on the one yard line, somebody picks it up and I runs ran it, it in, in for a touchdown? I'm the fucking. MVP. I ran it in. I, I spiked it. I ran. I took the ball and I set it. And then at the you got the dirty version. Antimicrobial because it's such. It's it's so. It's just it's indulgent. <laughs> no, it's petty. It's, it's small. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> the only thing weird is your attitude towards it what are you talking about it's not petty or small and it's not yeah. weird <laughs> what it's just it's beneath you to even argue about this at this point okay i don't th- well, sure, it's not fine we're belaboring this it happened you have the turdy i have the golden mic not a bad episode all in all you didn't get the turdy until the fucking really the last couple minutes of the show which means you had a pretty good show yeah, i thought i had a really good show actually Aside from that hobe fiasco <laughs> it wasn't a fiasco i said hobe you liked it you gave yourself a trophy for liking a joke that i made whatever who gives a shit <laughs> give me the fucking golden <laughs> can you just, uh, yeah let's do that can we take that again where you give me the, the um <laughs> sorry you said I'll who gives a shit <laughs> Well, if you don't want to do it again, I'll leave that in, and then I'll go from there to the closing theme song. <laughs> you said, "You said who gives a shit?" And now you're on the record me. on mic. No, I'm saying I'm not going to use this part. If we will redo it, and if you don't want to redo it, then We're I'll not... end it with "Who gives a shit." All right, so let's end. Why don't you end it with "Who gives a shit" and leave out this this sad little segment where you beg me to retake something so you can get the trophy, so you can get the golden mic that you didn't earn. We'll leave this part out. All right. So th- that's a no-go? That's a no-go on the trophy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that sucks. But that's... Yeah. Yeah. Why don't whatever. you decide? It is, to it is what it is. It is what it is. Reset. 
Okay, reset. We'll take it from who gives a shit, and then we'll end the episode. Just try to be in a positive mood to to sign off. Who gives a shit? Uh, so <laughs> oh, God. This isn't going another... to cut in. It's not going to edit well, because it's such different energy. You're locked into needing to use this at this point. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> can you talk? Because I have like a frog in my throat now. <laughs> You also have something in your eyes. You're openly weeping. I'm humid in the eye. I have a humid eye and a weird ear. Uh, all right. That's it. That's our show. Uh, if you want more of us chatting into a microphone, we recommend mm. the HeadGum Podcast on the HeadGum Network. Every week, it's some combination of us with Jeffrey, some other HeadGum friends and family, chatting it up. Correct. Yep. Oh, yeah. Good time, too. Very silly, very silly. Uh, very and dumb. we're also making weekly videos, Jake and Amir watch videos, some more AMAs on our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash J-A. Ja, baby. Uh, the opening theme song was Kieran, remember? I do. And this Sierra, closing one. Sierra, Sarah. This closing one is from somebody whose email name is Patriarch, but his email address is kevin melser so whether he goes by kevin or patriarch thank you for this closing theme song okay cool yeah and, thank you and, hell yeah and we we will be back as always next week stay healthy stay home wear a mask for crying out loudly enough already That was a HeadGum Podcast.